Hey, hey, Habit Thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers, and welcome to the Habit Thrive Podcast, where we lean into our habits and routines, managing the mundane to manifest the marvelous. How does that sound? It's a perfect way to launch into this week's episode, our July Joy List. And we're going to be carrying this joy through every episode this month, so hold on to your hat. And for sure, this joy list can apply though at any time of the year. It's not just about the J's, although I do love a good alliteration, but there is something different about July. And as you hang out with me on this podcast, you may notice episode to episode that there is always a connection to what is going on in nature, what is going on in a particular month. It is definitely Ayurvedic, but it's also your regular habits and routines. And sometimes our habits and routines and rituals are not always in our conscious mind, but when we start to notice that we do things particular months, that we do things for joy in particular months, some months are easier, some months are more challenging, that can be weather-wise, that can be anything really. So you start to notice that each month has its own personality, flavor, flow, and it actually just makes everything, even the mundane habits and routines, seem kind of interesting. So with July, we are into the second week. We got launched into the month of July through the long weekend. So we had an extended, for those of you listening from the States, yours went right into Tuesday. Uh, I, well, it did, it went right into July 4th. We had a long weekend here with our July 1st Canada Day. And so whether you're recovering from your festivities, you might've been traveling or you might've had guests at the house or you might have just had a weekend where you're just feeling like you wanted to get some stuff done. And actually there were a couple of people I spoke to just yesterday who were saying it was just a feeling like they wanted to get things done around their yard and their house so that they could just kick back now for the rest of the summer. So it's a really interesting first weekend as you launch into July. Now, some of you might right now be going, Oh, it's feeling like summer. You might still have your guests, but I'm gonna say right now, if you still have guests, don't be shy to put them to work. <laughs> there is a time period of, you know, serving and cleaning and all of that. That's a whole other episode. I'm gonna say that right now. But I'm hoping that there is some sense of, oh, for you. Some of you, if you are, are teachers or administrators or you have a job that the summer is a little easier or, or you're a little bit more flexible or you're off, again, it's going to feel very, ah. Oh. For me, 
the gardens are in pretty good shape by the time I hit uh, July. I would say more my pots and planters. I have moved a little bit more to pots and planters than gardens right now and I'm loving that and I'm just really exploring that, right? The difference between weeds, <laughs> I'm gonna say that. The weeds in the last couple of years have been just crazy wherever I'm, I'm not again sure where you are but in northern ontario in canada it is constant and when i'm somewhere where i'm able to tend to my tomatoes in my pot and my my mint and even my flowers there are no weeds and i'm just like yay so that is again when you look at your habits and routines and how things flow and how you move month to month it also depends on what you enjoy some of you love weeding right you're just i'm i'm in there got the gloves on and i'm hauling those weeds out and it feels so good i'm actually more about eating the tomatoes putting the mint in my mojitos and um, i'm not as much about the weeding but understanding again what brings you joy what do you love doing where do you feel that sense of accomplishment it's all part of it and it flows through every single episode whether we're talking about decluttering that was episode 49 with Mel Mason so you're just realizing right how this all flows together and when you have those aha moments of oh, I really love this or I wonder how I can make this easier this happens. Um, you can go through this every single month to figure out what brings you joy, what makes you happy, and sometimes making things easier. And again, for me, it was doing a little bit more in the pots this year than in the garden. That's made a huge difference. So as we're moving into the second week of July, wherever you are, it might still be very busy. So you might actually be looking forward into next month with August. And I'm gonna give you a little teaser right now. We are going to do a little rest and kicking back in the month of August, some breath work, giving ourselves permission to just lay in the hammock. Now, we can do that for the month of July, for sure, because it does really depend on how you've planned your summer and yes we still you know we have our baseline plans but that allows us to be spontaneous so you are putting in the kind of not the have to's but let's say the set things right the the reunions and the anniversaries and the events that are non-negotiable in your calendar so then you start to work around that and you start to say well if i'm going to this wedding down south i can pair that with a nice wine <laughs> tasting for example so it gives you that opportunity and you know I'm, I'm gonna say this I am all about the importance of planning for this spontaneity so that you look forward from we started in March <laughs> so for those of you that have been with me for a little bit we started back in March planning our summer and some of those things were absolutely we needed the campsites we needed the tickets to go to the events that we wanted to get to as well and those are actually different those are different than the anniversaries and the wedding so you have the different levels of events 
and how they, when you look at your calendar, and I'd re really encourage you to either have a, a nice big desk calendar or I have a planner that each month I just, what is my theme for the month? All of my activities go in there, my appointments, my events, and then I take a look at that month and I just go, okay, the last two weeks needs to be a little bit more chill or as I move into August, I can shift some things. So you, we have so much power. It feels very overwhelming sometimes when we look at our, our summer and we used to go through this. We used to look through, this is when the kids were actually in hockey camp and, and all these different events and we were here, there and everywhere eight weekends in the summer. This is how we used to describe it. And then we'd say they're all gone. They're all taken up. Now it's like, okay, what can I do around these weekends? And in fact, because we are shifted in our stage of life, our weekends are again, a little bit more open. So that planning has changed. And when you notice that, the phases that you go through, you know, whether or not, again, you might be, we don't have grandchildren yet, right? So your grandchildren could really be helping you plan the summer and actually bringing you more joy right there. So that's how you um, can habit stack, <laughs> habit stack that together. But when you are aware, when you take the power back for yourself, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed, especially if you look at your calendar and just go, oh, there's nothing in there for me right now. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do something about this. So this is why I am doing this July joy list. That can happen any time of the year and can go over into August and even September. September has changed for a lot of people. It is very much shifted to a travel month, for example. And some people are going back to school and going back to work. So what is your plan? You have control, way more control than you think you do over these activities and things that you want to have in your life. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm gonna ask you to pause this audio. Set a timer for five minutes. And even if you already feel like you have everything planned out, you're good, right? It's a nice combination. I'd like you to just do a kind of free flowing, not a brain dump, but a, well, yeah, it can be kind of a brain dump. I don't want you to think too much about this because sometimes when we think about doing a joy list, our brain takes over and says, oh, that's not really joy. Is that really joy? Is that really going? And then it just starts chattering and chattering and chattering. In fact, we don't want to write it down because we're not sure. And if we write it down, then it makes us think, oh, we have to do it. If I don't do it, I've failed. It is astounding how much our brain messes us up. I'm just going to say that right there. When we realize that that's what's going on, we can actually chat with ourselves and just say, oh, chill right? I'm going to set this timer for five minutes. I'm going to just write out, brainstorm joy <laughs> onto this piece of paper. It could be things you want to do this July that you haven't done yet. Everything, actually, I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to come back to this because I don't want to bias you on this. But I want you to notice when your brain jumps in and says, yeah, no, that's not really joy. 
Okay, don't worry about the definition of joy. Don't, don't worry about all of that. Just gut reaction, five minutes, set that timer. And the importance with setting that timer, again, is that it gives us a container. The other thing is that you may say, oh, I'm gonna do this after. But for those of you who listened to my interview with Kelly Howard last weekend, actually, I talked about in that interview for myself that I wanted to actually take it up a notch, that I wanted to be a little bit more kick in the butt. As a personal trainer, as a, perhaps as a daughter, <laughs> perhaps as a wife, whatever it is, a little bit more, I don't know, kick in the butt comes to mind again, is like sharing what I know about physical exercise, about meditation, about breath work, about planning, and about our habits and routines. So for some of us, we would be saying right now, oh, I'm just gonna do that after. But it, I'm here to tell you that you won't. <laughs> some of you will actually, but if you're me, I wouldn't. I'd like get to the end of it and then I'm moving on with something else. So this is why in this container, with this permission, with me giving you a little kick in the butt for fun, because even if you don't do anything on this list, right, or even if you sit down and you go, at the end of five minutes, you didn't write anything. Because you're like feeling, again, I'm not sure. That's okay. That's part of the process and it is so freaking normal. It absolutely is. So just think of this, because you have invested the time in listening to me, just think of this as a little exercise that even if joy, and even if the idea, a little seed in your brain, whether you write anything down or not, it will come back. It will come back when you are ready. It will come back in the strangest way, <laughs> the strangest time, as I promise you. So I got up on my soapbox again. I promised you in last week's episode that I would be more kicking the butt. Now, if you're walking, I know, you gotta keep walking. If you're driving, for sure. But you can still hit pause and you can think about it. You can think about it, right? And come back in what you feel is five minutes. And if you need a little bit longer, that's okay too. I'm just suggesting five minutes. Now I'm not gonna pause for five minutes because that drives my editor crazy when I do that. But right now, hit that timer. And welcome back. <laughs> I'm so glad you took that opportunity to think about it for what brings you joy, right? Some activities, people you want to perhaps see or connect with. Now, your joy list might change after I go through a little bit of a, let's say, some of the experts' discussion and uh, explanation around joy, because it's an ongoing list. There is no question in my mind. So even after this now, you might make some more notes, or you might you know, crumple up your paper and say, I'm gonna do another joy list. So one of the biggest questions comes up around the difference between happiness and joy. And this is my particular opinion on this in my life as I experience all of the emotions that all of us do. But happiness, when I compare it to joy, happiness is a little more of an undercurrent of 
yeah, I'm actually feeling really happy today. I'm feeling very happy doing this activity. Some days I'm happier than others. It has a little bit more of a scale. It has a little bit more of a foundational feeling. I could rate my happiness. Actually, I could probably rate it minute to minute. And what would it have to do with? It might have to do with how I'm feeling energy-wise, how I'm feeling with my surroundings, how the weather is, all of that can play into my happiness. And it changes day to day, even though we know from, let's say, an expert research perspective that there is a baseline happiness. But actually on that note, we do know that with that baseline, we are able to change our happiness on a minute by minute basis, daily basis up to 40%. But that's how I view happiness. Kind of ebbs and it flows. Now, joy is very much, I'm going to say for me, a more intense happiness. It is very much in the moment and it just, it's a ramped up feeling. It's, oh, I feel joy. Now, joy and awe, A-W-E. This is what I was thinking about as I was doing this podcast. They're very close. So I was actually thinking about, again, that the difference between happiness, joy, I mean, gratitude plays into this for sure, awe. And one of the examples that came up for myself, and this is why I love the fact that all of you are listening, to these podcast episodes so that I can keep doing them because they are they are literally bringing me joy. Like that is, that's not what I was gonna say. That's not what is written in front of me right now as I, as I look down at my notes. You know I go off my notes quite often, but that is feeling. When I finish a podcast episode and, and just press publish, it's like, oh, it feels, it's a ramped up happiness. Now, the example I was going to share with you actually happened uh, BK before kids over 25 years ago. And it was running a race out in Western Canada, beautiful, beautiful mountains. I had never had the opportunity to be there at this level before. So I was racing in a relay race. So there was a, you know, this team feeling and it was just an astounding awe. When you talk about awe looking up at those mountains that experience was awesome it was awe it was joy and what made it more so and this was me thinking about this this morning is that to run that leg of the race for me it was about 10 kilometers it was 7 a.m in the morning it was a bit cool and i was getting ready to run. I was doing a little bit of a warm up and I just paused for a moment. I looked up at the mountains and I was so present. I can right now tell you, I can feel the temperature again of that coolness. I can smell the air. It is one of the times in my life from let's say a movement exercise standpoint, mind you, I think it it is top 10 of anything, that I was so present. And so that's what made me say to all of you today as we're listening, for joy, for me, it is that 
present, present feeling where your spidey senses are just tingling, where what you're hearing, what you're feeling, what you're smelling, what you're experiencing is like on high vibration. It's just, it's just off the charts. Now, I would say that is joy into awe because when I'm talking about doing a joy list, <laughs> right, we're still going to have those experiences of being very, very present, noticing that you are very present, that you can actually hear your voice inside and almost see the scene in front of you. And that was the feeling. And so this awesomeness, this joy, and also when it was coupled with the fact that I was doing something that I was scared to death to do. I had never, I was a 60 meter runner in, in uh, university. This was not, this was 10K. I had never raced this. I had a woman who took my leg, which was going to be lots of hills, and I was terrified. And she said to me, Lori, I love hills. Why don't I give you my morning run and I'll take your evening hill run? And I was, I'm sure I was in tears actually. I'm just, because I was so scared. And her name was Jackie and she was amazing. And she ran that leg and she gave me the gift of running that leg at 7 a.m. in the morning in the mountains feeling that awesome experience, having that connection with Jackie who gave me this gift of being able to experience that. So when I give you this definition right now, of, and this is from Dr. Pamela King, it's an article in Psychology Today, and she studies, and I'll put the link in the show notes, and she studies joy. This is where, when I dug back into my brain to figure out, okay, so where do those experiences happen? This is how she described it. We can discover and experience joy in a variety of ways. Doing those things we love to do, growing in intimacy or providing for others, and clarifying and coherently pursuing our values. When these domains of self and others and values overlap, that is perhaps when we experience the most joy. And so for me, that, as I say, that was ramped up. That's never happened again. But it's really interesting when you go back and an experience keeps giving. So you can be inspired on your joy list to think about where were those nature experiences, where you might have traveled, where you might have camped, a family dinner where you were sitting around and kind of watching and drawing it all in with gratitude for your family and for perhaps it could be everyone getting along and just laughing and enjoying. And again, July gives us that opportunity where nature, and that is for a lot of people a big part of joy whether it's the water, whether it's the mountains, whether it's out in the woods, because it is so present. We can have all of our senses on high. And so when you're doing your joy list, I might just suggest as you go back, are you close to water? Are you close to a boardwalk? Do you like to camp? How do I do my joy list? I'm gonna come back to nature to start. And then perhaps you might go to friends or family. 
I've had a couple of people talk to me about a family photo session at the lake. How does that combine, right? Nature and family and memories and gratitude. Now the kids may not be so excited as we are as adults, but that can for sure be on your joy list. Okay, spending time on the water anyway, boating, it could be on your own as well, right? It doesn't have to be with other people, but you're noticing that connection between your kayaking on your own or your kayaking with your partner or your boating with your family. You have all of these combinations, again, that you could put on your joy list. Beach time or pool time with your grandchildren. Perhaps you're traveling to visit them and you're making popsicles. Oh man, I remember making freshy. I can't believe that. But that is those memories are joyful memories, just popsicles and freshy and freezies. Sitting on a patio, going out to dinner, having a date night with your partner or with a friend and you're just late into the evening and you're sitting out on that patio. Now that can happen spontaneously or guess what? You can plan that as your joy list. One of my favorite ways actually to travel and to combine friends and that is just to take off on my own. I haven't done that I, and when I was doing this joy list I was thinking about that. I used to love to travel down south so it, it would, it's about five hours to Toronto and then there's these little rest stops along the way with with picnic tables and by the lake and you, you travel and listen to you know I travel and listen to my music and then get out and have that break by the water and then go to a yoga studio that I've never gone to before and, and do do a class and then stay with a friend overnight and then do a little bit of shopping on the way down it could be a day it could be two days that brings me joy and when I read again that definition of how that all interacts with values and with people, right? And your strengths, right? Whether they're physical strengths, mental strengths, or just connecting strengths, that's how it all comes together. So as you're doing your joy list, if you do one thing that you planned for your joy and or notice when those joy experiences arise spontaneously, but we need to get out and no, we actually don't need to get out and around to, to have those jo joy experiences, but they may happen more often. They may happen more often. So I'm going to leave that with you now for this week to start to plan your joy list. No, it might go over into August. It might go over to the next year. I'm not putting any, any end point on this and to encourage you to really notice what's your happiness, what's your joy, what's your awe. And in that moment, what is intersecting? Is it all of your senses? Is it your breath, right? You can just feel a slowing of your breath. Sometimes it's a bit of tingling. So you notice all of this intersects and just lap it all up. So before I let you go for this week, to take an easy breath. This has been one of my focuses over the last few weeks with the smoke and the pollen and everything actually, speaking of gratitude, that has cleared. So a nice easy breath. Feeling your inhalation flowing in, 
your exhalation flowing out. Give yourself a great big hug and a squeeze and know that this effort that you're putting in for your joy is absolutely worth it. Have a wonderful week, everyone. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365 and make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.